welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th of 2022 in Verona, Italy. This year will be an exclusively in-person edition. The main theme of the event will be all-round wine communication and tickets are on sale now. The second early bird discount will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. Thanks for tuning in to Get U.S. Market Ready with Italian Wine People on the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Steve Ray, your host, and this podcast features interviews with the people actually making a difference in the Italian wine market in America, their experiences, challenges, and personal stories. And I'll be adding a practical focus to the conversation based on my 30 years in the business. So if you're interested in not just learning how, but also how else, then this pod is for you. Hi, this is Steve Ray, and welcome to this week's edition of Get U.S. Market Ready with Italian Wine People. My guests are Annalisa Zorzetic of uh, Zorzetic Winery and also Alan Gaddi, who is the um, export manager. Alan, Annalisa, welcome to the show. Hello, uh, good morning to everyone. Tell me why Friuli is unique in Italian wine regions. Part of it is the border, but it hasn't always been Italy. I mean, that land's been fought over and owned by all kinds of different people for many years, right? So there's this whole difference in Friulian people, dialect, uh, the wines that you, the, the grapes that you grow and the wines that you make um, because of that proximity to Slovenia and um, Austria. Uh, our winery is uh, in uh, the northeast of Italy. The, our region, the name is Friuli. Um, we are on the board of um, uh, two other countries, uh, Slovenia, ex-Yugoslavia, and Austria. And uh, that means that the, um, the people that uh, live in this region um, have, have a particular identity, okay? And our wines sometimes are representative of this identity is uh, different of the other regions of um, Italy, but um, a small uh, thing. All Italy is very various uh, mentalities, uh, is, um, is the same of um, a lot of flowers together, but everyone different, different color, different, different uh, parfum. Friuli um, is located in, in, in the north and um, in the past, for example, the two wars that we have in, uh, in Europe, uh, all the north arrived in Friuli for, uh, for arrive to the sea. And the people of Friuli was uh, very um, was very dangerous for us, and the mentality is a lot of clothes, clothes. Um, for example, uh, also the women are uh, 
different the kind of words are the women's are because they uh, during the word the words they must work organize for um for um per la sopravvivenza to for, survive for the survive for uh, and uh, we in particular is recognized that the women in Friuli are uh, strong this is our uh, tradition in um, for example or oh, i for us sometimes for the tourism our identity that is um, a little bit close is um, can be can be a problem but is not a problem because in this world world where uh, there is the um, globalization everywhere is the same here is a little bit different um when you arrive you you think that uh, is a close mentality but when we see that the people for us is okay we open our doors and our house is your house okay there is a, a lot of hospitality so one of the other things that is particularly unique about Friuli is most of the wines are white. Why is that? Uh, the wines and the kind of land is uh, one region that uh, has nine kinds of uh, different soil. Uh, of, we have all. We have the lakes, we have the, the mountains, we have the sea, we have the, the different soil. It's very particular region for this uh, for example, Trieste is very famous for the wind. Bora is a particular the wind that is only in Trieste. Different uh, and the, this is very good uh, for the kinds of, um, for example, for the wines. Our area, Colli Orientali is very uh, special in particular for the white wines, the kind of soil and the place where we are. We have uh, in front of us the, the sea that arrived the hair from the sea behind, behind uh, Le Prealpi, the mountains that repair for the cold uh, hair. And then very important is uh, uh, the kind of soil. The name is Ponca. So uh, Ponca is the name. Alan, why don't you uh, fill us in on what Ponca means? So Ponca, it's the classic fuelland soil uh, on the on the hills, which uh, is a kind of soil uh, created in the Eocene era. So this means more than 30 million of years ago. And it, it, it's a perfect balanced mix of uh, marble, chalk, clay, and sandstone, and very rich in organic substance and very rich in iron. So that's the perfect kind of soil for the viticulture because actually it acts as a perfect humidity regulator. So this means that during the more dry season like this one, it creates a crust on the upper level, uh, trapping the humidity and the water at the disposal for the, for the roots. And differently, in the very um, heavy uh, rainfall season, like happened a few years ago, uh, it lets flow the water 
away in order to keep quite dry the roots. Good drainage. Okay, so we're thinking about Friuli, Coli Orientale. You immediately think, or as Americans, we immediately think of Pinot Grigio. We'll talk about some of your other varietals um, in a moment, but um, Pinot Grigio, as you know, has become a a very important varietal in the U.S., driven by Santa Margarita, uh, principally, and established a relatively high price point. Are you guys uh, making uh, Pinot Grigio, and uh, how would you describe your Pinot Grigio versus uh, the other wines that are uh, Pinot Grigios that are sold in the United States? So definitely, as you introduced, Pinot Grigio became, became uh, of course, a uh, a very classic Italian white varietal, so definitely one of the pioneers in the U.S. market, as you say, the 30, 40 years ago. And it became, of course, on one hand, very popular from scratch, but on the other hand, a kind of a wild bunch. So differently, different style, different level of prices and different identity. So definitely in Friuli, and of course here, even more uh, on the hilly side, in the Coglioriental, the Friuli area, and of course at Zorzetti Twinery, we're a strong believer of the Pinot Grigio as a classic varietal that have a huge potential in terms of uh, macerations as well, and in terms of uh, structure and texture. So this means that after the harvest, we do a cold soak maceration uh, for about 24 hours in order to extract more texture, more aromas, and of course this nice uh, gentle shade of uh, uh, coppery coloration. In order also to keep the link of the Pinot Grigio with uh, the coloration of the grapes, which in fact is gray, it's not a proper white wine as most of the people think. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess I didn't know that, but um, okay. Okay, so Pinot Grigio, and what are some of the other varietals that you guys work with? Alan, uh, speak uh, some about Pinot Grigio, but... Um, uh, all other white wines important in this area are the typical uh, Friulano. Uh, that is the first wine uh, that we, the Friuli uh, consume in particular this wine, is a white wine, a lot of minerality, a good acidity, but the difference is uh, of other wines is a uh, with a lot of structure, is very uh, is a white wine that in the past the people here uh, drink also normally the, the, with the meat uh, drink red wine. But Friulano is um, also for the um, with the meat the people in our region consume this wine and is um, a good wine for aged. Okay, an age, ageable white. That's interesting. Yes, yes. Uh, another wine that uh, find a good terroir in uh, Friuli is also an international wine, uh, Sauvignon. Sauvignon Blanc? Yes, yes. Uh, the, um, the parfums are uh, uh, very delicate. Delicate, not too much invasive. And, um, and we are working... Also for um, Ribolla is uh, in particular white wine, very fresh, very, is very young wine uh, and is good with the, in particular in the summer is a wine with good acidity, fresh and uh, 
perfect with the um, the crawfish. Crawfish, wow, great. Yes, in particular, for example, in Italy, uh, also not in Italy or in Japan or in other countries, with the um, sushi sashimi, ribolla is uh, is very good. Wow. Okay. Well, that's something for me to try when I go to those kinds of uh, things. Actually, I'll be in New Orleans next week and be eating a lot of crawfish. So we've talked about some of the varietals, but I think uh, one of the things that underlies and defines Zorzetage as a winery is the bedrock philosophy uh, that sustainability has in your uh, the way that guides everything. So maybe you guys, Alan, maybe you want to talk about this one, the importance of sustainability, how long you guys have been doing it, and all of a sudden the rest of the world is kind of catching up to sustainable as a point of difference that makes a difference. So could you share that, some of your thoughts on that with us? Yeah, of course. It's uh, So the sustainability, which for the Zotetic family is a fact of common sense, not a fact of a trend, let's say, uh, proper heritage. So the common sense is the right word for the family. So let's say that to produce wines uh, with a proper personality on soils such as those of the Cividale Hills, uh, shaped by nature over millions of years and characterized by a unique microclimate. Uh, of course, it's necessary to focus on the vineyards, plant by plant, from plant to the harvest. This is a followed by a rigorous work in the cellar, made of balanced refinements, respect for the varieties and integrity in the processing of uh, the grapes. Uh, so let's say that Zorzetic strength is a meticulous work conducted in the field to which are added good practices such as the restoration of uh, various uh, waterways, careful management of the woods, the arrangement of the hills, and the substantial vision of service to the environment uh, through the viticulture, uh, diametrically opposite to agriculture that has characterized the last uh, 50 to 60 years. The Zodetic family has always cultivated uh, the land as a precious asset with a particular attention to respect for the land and the plants, even when they old. The company has always followed respect for the biodiversity spontaneously, preserving environments such as the woodland that borders some vineyards and which in itself constitutes a natural regulator of climate, humidity, and wind. In the recent years, olive trees and native wild fruit trees have also been reintroduced and restocked, which in fully had practically disappeared uh, in the recent uh, year in favor of the vine. A project that the company has started uh, together with a company agronomist and which has seen the construction of some ecological infrastructures for the creation of a functional biodiversity. Uh, these are areas in which the planting of plants is of some planted with specific purposes concerning the restorations of the presence of insect and useful organisms capable of biologically controlling harmful insects, also called parasites. Uh, to do this, a native wild plant of the area were planted from the nursery of the forestry corps of Tarcento which entrusted to the company. Uh, the intention is to restore lost biodiversity in the last decades with the intensive agriculture, uh, which has created an imbalance of the ecosystem towards uh, armor insects and consequently toward pesticides. Uh, for many years, the company has not used uh, any herbicide and um, practiced green manure in the vineyard, which is an ancient uh, Roman practice 
more than 3,000 years old. Uh, and the work in Warnyats is uh, supported by the highly sustainable equipment. And since 2016, the company has also joined the Regional Integrated Defense Project, SQNTI, Nationally Quality System for the Integrated uh, Production. That system created uh, was created through the production and regulation, including agronomic practices and limitation in the choices of uh, plant protection products and the numbers uh, of treatments with the aim of minimizing the use of synthetic chemicals and rationalizing agronomic techniques for environmental protection in order to improve the safety and the quality of the production. Sustainability and care for biodiversity are the commitment uh, to nature to be handed down as a fundamental value to the new generations represented in the family by the little Leonie, uh, Annalisa Smith. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and other stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. So as we were talking when, uh, well, actually we met uh, probably three or four or five years ago at Vin Italy, and we've been in conversation since, what is uh, your presence in the United States? Uh, what states are you imported into and who are your importers? Yeah, so actually U.S. market, it's, a, it's an important for market for us right now. Uh, so our presence is split uh, with 15 different importers and uh, distributors. And so definitely the U.S. market has a great uh, dynamism uh, combined with a, a great curiosity and a proactive sentiment of uh, listenings to attending stories from Italy. So because of that, definitely for the Italian wine segment, uh, would be one of the, it's still one of the most interesting and appealing uh, wine market. Okay, but so your structure is you've got multiple importers in multiple states. And that causes, that, that's good and bad. No importers acting in one state or one importer acting in the surrounding states. Understood. So the, the impact of that, the significance of that is it makes the job of the export manager a lot harder because instead of coordinating with just one master importer, you've got to do the same amount of work multiplied by the number of importers that you're going. That, that makes your job really, really hard doesn't it? Oh, definitely, yes, because actually compared to the national importer systems, that's much more people and a situation to, to follow, different visits, different uh, situation, of course. Uh, but let's say that in this way, for uh, a family company with the true values from a, let's say, unconventional region and still to be discovered in a deep way as Friuli, uh, it's an added value because actually you can grow in the way to be aware of what's happening in the U.S. market. Oh, sometimes uh, we as Italian producers, we see the U.S. market in the wrong way because U.S. it's not a country. It's a continent like Europe. You can compare the French wine market with the Danish wine market. It's like to compare the Californian one with the Midwest one and the Florida one. It's 
it's there's three different countries, not three different states. So in this way, so to have multiple importers, this means much more um, back office, much more following ups, much more visit, uh, different situation to manage. But in this way, uh, the opportunity is to be always aware of the situation in the U.S. market and always to be uh, so to let's grow the brand together with the different importers with a proper declination of contents, of communication, of advertise and actions dedicated for the single importer, the single distributor and for the single market. Okay, so what states are the most important for you guys? So let's say that if we count New England, uh, it's, uh, it's generate a, a nice turnover and actually it has been for us a Florida in the last couple of years. Uh, despite the pandemic situation. So thanks, of course, to the partner we have there. Uh, but definitely, it's a, it, it, it's a market that still has, compared to other states, a lot of opportunities. So more East Coast dominant is what you're saying, not so much on the West Coast. Right. So, of course, we have presence in California, Oregon, Nevada, in the mid-states. So we opened a market in, in Michigan and uh, Illinois in the recent times. And... Uh, of course, there it's it's quite different. A lot of opportunities, but we guess that actually Florida it's still the state that had a high potential to be discovered. Okay, so the winery was refurbished or modernized, I guess you could say, uh, recently. Um, tell us why that was. What was replaced, and what was re- what was replaced with what, and what impact that's has that had on um, the production of the winery? The new cellar, in effect, is not all new. Is a restructuration, restructurazione. That's refurbished, renovated. Yes, renovate, yes. For us, it's very important. It's very simply. And uh, when I spoke with the architect and with the, all the staff, that work for uh, this new uh, seller. We spoke together that for us is important. You remember when you work in a for uh, in a seller for your it is important the um, area where you are. You are in the hills, in the middle of the nature. For you are important the hair the fire, the water, the, the land. For you are important the wind, the, um, the humidity. Uh, you, for you must be important all the, um, the um, best things simply. Uh, what you see, what you touch. You understand me? Yes. And uh, in the cellar, they must use only uh, stones and um, uh, wood, things of our land. Local materials. It's very simply. It's the house of the wine. The house of the wine must be enter the grapes and uh, exit the bottle for the consumer. It's an interesting way of putting it. I like that. I like that. Okay. It's very simply. And we are very happy because now when you enter, we think we fin- is finished in October. 
October, December. When you enter, you listen in your skin the temperature, the humidity. With your nose, you listen the correct parfums, aromas, okay? Of the, you, immediately you understand I'm in a cellar. This is very important for us. But, and another thing, we, uh, the cellar is a place where our people work. It's important also for their, the inside, um, for the coordin uh, coordination, for the work, for work better. The, the light, the everything is for the, the first, for the wine and for the workers is important. I must be say one thing. We are, we have the, um, we are the caretaker, custode, caretaker. Custodian, yeah. We have one and 150 acre, uh, circa hectares. Okay. And, uh, in our area, there are some rivers, uh, so there are some uh, also wood, and we are um, we must work better because okay, the property is of our family, but is important for all the people that work that live live in our area. We work the land also for the other people. Our work is important for the nature. Uh, it's a responsibility. So your flagship wine is Mio? Yes, Mio is um, a, a selection. In this moment, we, we, have, uh, we, um, we have the white wines. The, uh, the, uh, here, um, the vintage is 2020. The white wines, the red wines are of uh, 2015. It depends. Are um, important red wines, um, native grapes, native grapes from uh, Friuli. Mio is um, uh, the name of Mio is means that uh, my in English means my. My, because we produce, but when you, you have this wine, when you buy this wine, or when I offer you this wine, that, uh, this mine, um, is yours. You understand? Is, um, condivisione, uh, sharing. Sharing. I was going to say a gift, right? Yeah. Yes, it's sharing. And uh, the label is a, a glass with uh, inside there are some small animals that you can find in our area, and it means we work for the for the protection for the nature. We work with the nature every day. Is um, we have um, is important in this part to to persons that work with us. One is Antonio. Antonio is the agronomist, uh, and Saverio. Saverio is the enologist with their staff, with their group. They are very important. They are, they, they like to, to work in the, uh, Antonio in the vineyard. Uh, he loves the um, biodiversity. 
and uh, he made with us a very, a very good work. Uh, when we go in the vineyard um, with him, uh, he can open our he can open our mind and our heart. I love it. That's great. Also, Saverio in the cellar, he's uh, uh, innovative, but inside him, he wants the uh, that the wines have the that are representative of this area, but with innovation, with the uh, right wine, uh, fresh wine. It works uh, very well. He loves the the vineyards in particular, the native, the autochthon uh, wines, but he, he likes to watch in the future what the people like to eat and drink because uh, the world changed, okay? Change, but with tradition is important for us. Okay, I'm going to switch over to Alan and ask you this question. Clearly, there's a passion in the way the wine is produced here. How do you communicate that in the United States? I mean, how do you tell the Zorzetage story in the United States when it's from a region people don't know about? Its varietals, with the exception of Pinot Grigio, um, generally are, are unknown. You don't have huge distribution. I'm sure you're doing very well in specialty wine shops and on-premise where there are people who are more knowledgeable about wines. But you're out here competing with, you know, in the U.S., with Chardonnay and Santa Margarita and all of these other things. How do you tell the Zorzetage story? How do you differentiate Zorzetage from all of the other things that are available to American consumers? So let's say that actually... so. To our point of view, it's very important uh, sometimes to speak what is the market, what's the need of the market, and what are the stories that you want to uh, communicate. Uh, so let's say that definitely the autochthonous, the native varietals from Friuli, represent uh, a historical uh, link with tradition, so something with authentic feelings uh, to be shared and told in a, in a current way. So identifying uh, a precise and emotional way uh, to tell our history. So let's say that obviously the classic varieties interpreted and produced in a Fulian key uh, represent a fundamental historical element of the Fulian region, uh, which must be preserved and uh, used in a respectful way uh, to communicate the key selling points, even to a more, let's say, novice public, so it's more less wine geek, so definitely a little bit more uh, mainstream, but passionate and ready to discover authentic uh, stories. So let's say that about the two different lines we produce, so the Zorzetic line and the Neo selection, uh, they're very useful in order also to identify different yet integrated uh, targets of consumers and audience. Uh, so on one hand, the Zorzetic line uh, represents a modern expression of Friuli, which has found excellent spaces in the by the glass offers uh, by restaurants and bars uh, and wine bars in the in the U.S. market, offering a kind of dynamic path in the eastern hills. Also, through known native varieties, such of course as mentioned, the Pinot Grigio and Sauvignon Blanc, that so far are still the two 
best sellers in the U.S. market. Of course, paired with some Greek natives like the Ribola Gialla, the Friulano Fruites, and the Refosco as a representative uh, of a red varietals. It's Refosco, uh, it's yet a quite unique native varietals, but very easy to understand since it's very juicy, fruity, it's nice, uh, uh, spicy overtones. So this means a perfect introduction to the rich panorama of varieties and stories from Friuli. In this sense, together with uh, our network of importers and distributors, we have launched an important campaigns of insertion and uh, programs for the Vitaglass with an effective support of uh, sharing uh, of insiders, uh, training of the staff with the uh, partners of, for each account, and uh, developing uh, some uh, posts on uh, Instagram and Facebook campaigns as well with the aim of introducing the very meaning of the Zerzetic classic line. So this means tradition, but in a contemporary key. So this means when the history becomes um, contemporary, so it's very versatile and dynamic. About the Neo selection, definitely has found the best positioning uh, in the high-end wine shops and in the wine list of the restaurant, which can make use of passionate figures from the wall of the wine uh, and sommelier able to communicate and translate uh, as a more spendable concept. And some autochthonous natives varietals yet to be fully discovered, uh, such as Malvasia Estiliana, Schiopettino, uh, and Pignolo. So, of course, this kind of uh, training and inside the share must actively supported by concept supervision on our side and from the distributors in order to keep the offer always careful and uh, precise in the content. Of course, paired also with the uh, uh, incoming uh, programs for a key person in a, for the restaurant's account. For, uh, um, for us, the, the wine is, a, is a, a pleasure of the wine, the life. The wine is... A, take inside a lot of parts of our life. The culture, the music, the wine stay with all. And I can say, uh, I can say this, for us is very, is very, uh, we are very lucky, Fortunati. Mm -hmm. uh, we are very lucky that we make this work with the nature. But for all that is lesson, in particular, in this period, in these years, take a glass of wine. And if this glass of wine is come from Italy, inside you, uh, you have all stay with you we drink a good glass of wine and is harmonia, harmony for your life, for you inside. I can say this for, um, because a glass of wine has inside a lot of things. The best music that, for example, write Mozart was when he drink a glass of wine. When you, uh, when you stay, um, with you and appreciate these good things and uh, 
if you know that arrived from Italy, where the life is colors, love, life in particular, take a glass of wine and stay with yourself. Cool. I like it. Okay. All right. Thank you. I want to say thank you to Annalisa uh, Zorzetic and Ellen Gotti of Zorzetic Winery for being my guests this week. Both of you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank Sorry. you, Steve, for the, this great opportunity and the nice uh, conversation. It's always useful to uh, share a nice uh, window on the vineyards uh, from Italy uh, with a glance in the U.S. market for the U.S. audience. Uh, it's always very uh, engaging uh, from our side. So thank you again for this nice opportunity. Yes, thank you. And um, and uh, for all, we are every day here and our doors are open for uh, take a glass of wine in the hills of uh, Friuli. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Yeah. Okay, this is Steve Ray signing off for this week, but tune in next week to get U.S. market ready with Italian wine people on the Italian Wine Podcast. And we'll have another interview of uh, interest. We hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the Wine to Wine Business Forum 2022. This year will mark the ninth edition of the forum to be held on November 7th and 8th, 2022 in Verona, Italy. Remember, the second early bird discount on tickets will be available until September 18th. For more information, please visit us at winetowine.net. I'm Joy Livingston, and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love, and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production, and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests, and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.